Is Yoshi a Jewish name? Yiddish, brother. Is uh, Yoshi Jewish? Is Yoshi Jewish? Is Birdo Jewish? She's a shiksa. She's a shiksa! Me? It's forbidden love. spooky sound it's the sound of wtf are you talking about halloween edition that's all right thank you for joining us again this week we have a special treat in store for you but it might be a trick because it's our halloween themed episode (laughs) (laughs) horrible I'm Emma, and I'm joined once again by my wonderful spooky co-host. Hello, it's me, Spooky Ryan. And Spooky Goo. We will start out this episode with some sinister stories from Reddit's favorite subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Then we'll move on to And Also This, where each host has come up with a little Halloween factoid for you. And finally, we take some snippets from the scariest website of all, Nextdoor. It's a frightfully good show that we have in store for you today. Thank you again for joining us. Stay safe out there. Gentlemen, welcome to a spooky Am I the Asshole session. Yes, that's right. It's our bread and butter segment back again, except this time it's pumpkin loaf. This. <laughs> God, I really want bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> On this segment, your wonderful hosts have tracked down a few stories from the subreddit. Am I the Asshole, a site on Reddit that allows people to give their stories of times in their lives where they may have been the asshole, and then the internet judges them on it. We have selected some stories, and we will judge them in turn, and we are judge, jury, and asshole-cutioner. There are a few terms worth you knowing if you haven't heard the show before. The first four are the possible verdicts. ESH, everybody sucks here. NAH, no assholes here. YTA, you're the asshole. NTA, not the asshole. Also, we have made our own homebrewed verdict. Asshole probation, which we tend to hand down to minors and people who have been dicks, but not quite assholes. Finally, the word edit just means that someone has come in after creating the post to add a little bit more context or make a change to what they had written. Let's go. Woo! Who would like to go first? I don't mind. Does anyone have a good... I will go first this week. Oh, you haven't gone first in a while. Yeah. Are you really excited about your story? I'm very excited. Would I be the asshole if I don't let the kids eat candy on Halloween? Yes. My cousin's kid is diabetic. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You went right in there with that one, Gabby. We're having a Halloween sleepover this year, and she was invited. My cousin Kat and her daughter Diana are excited, but Kat asked if we could have a rule that no candy gets eaten that night. When Diana leaves in the morning, she'll leave her candy behind, and the kids will have extra candy they can destroy November 1st. I think this compromise is fair, and we can have diabetic snacks for the kids to eat at home that night. I also think waiting one night for their candy in exchange for a ton of extra candy is something the kids will be okay with. It might even be a good lesson on delayed gratification. My wife is strongly against the idea. She said if Diana can't handle watching other people eat candy, she should just go home after trick-or-treating. I think that's mean. My wife said her sister's kid will throw a fit if she doesn't get her candy that night, and there's no way her sister will agree to the plan. I say we ask her before we assume. Diana is five, and my sister-in-law's daughter is eight. 
so I think it's fair to expect slightly more maturity from the older child. My wife said we aren't asking her sister because the plan is dumb. I think I'll ask her anyway and talk to her kids and my sister's kids as well and see how everyone feels because I think my wife is being dramatic. It's just candy and a little flexibility never hurt anyone. Oh. How do we feel? I don't know how I feel about this one. Me neither. Can it's we... spookily ambiguous. <laughs> Ooh, scary. I don't think it's fair of the wife to say that it's dumb. Yeah, I don't. I think it is a nice compromise, but I also think that if your child is eight, and diabetic, they're going to have to maybe learn that they might sometimes have to do things a little bit differently. And, and there can be, I mean, there's some diabetic candy, right? I don't really know much about diabetic candy, but I was reading through the comments earlier and some, someone brought that up and what everyone in the comments said was like, yeah, it exists. It's bad. That makes sense. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense. But I mean, could she get something else that maybe is a treat? A song can be a treat. That night while the other kids can eat their candy? Yeah, they did say that, like, there will be diabetic-friendly treats for the children. I'm really on the fence with this one, because normally I am like, children will have to learn that, you know... The world can't revolve around their needs. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, the cupcake girl, where it's like, sometimes you don't get your dad's extra frosting. Sometimes you have to be told no. But this is also, like, a five-year-old girl with diabetes on Halloween. Yeah. Like, you can just kind of be nice... Making any accommodation at all is very thoughtful and very kind of them. And it's sweet that they're, you know, taking that into consideration. I think the wife is being a bit harsh <laughs> by yeah. just being like, yeah, this is stupid. My sister's kid won't go with this. And it's like, maybe discipline. <laughs> <laughs> maybe discipline. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Because also, I mean, yeah, in that sense, if your kids literally can't wait to eat even like a little bit of candy... My immediate reaction is no assholes here, except I think the wife is being a little bit more of an asshole. But I think that there's points being made from each side. I mean, I think, yes, probably the child will have to understand that she will have to do things a little bit differently. And when it comes to stuff like Halloween, it might be that other people can eat their candy right away and she can't. But also, it's just not that big a deal to make the other kids wait until the day after to start eating some candy. Yeah, or maybe the kids can have, like, one piece. The one piece! The one piece is real! You know, but I think, like, this is a good lesson for children on delayed gratification. I don't know if that, like, works. No, and when also... you're eight... <laughs> I agree with that. I thought that was a little bit ridiculous, but it's also a very, like, stressed dad move of, like, oh my god, I just want this to be fine. And here's a grasp at straw reason why it's fine. Yeah, like, maybe this will be a good lesson. And it's like, no, just... you. It, not everything has to be a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. My immediate thing, I think it's no assholes here. I don't think everyone sucks. I think it just... Well, actually, quick spoiler. That is what Reddit said as well. No assholes here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I agree. I think maybe asshole probation for the wife. <laughs> oh, asshole probation for the wife, I will say. I can the agree with that. I mean, it's one thing for her to be like, look, I know my niece and she's probably not going to go for that. It's another thing to be like, this is a stupid idea and it's not even worth posing. Yeah. You know? like you, you don't need to shut it down because it's not a stupid idea. It's a thoughtful and nice thing. And maybe it's not the perfect scenario, but you don't need to be an asshole about it, one could say. Yeah. Sometimes not everyone gets everything that they want all the time. And I think if things come out in favor of the five-year-old diabetic girl, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you need to learn about delayed gratification. <laughs> Look, it's really a good lesson for it's the kids. It's such a good lesson. They teach him, you know, treat others how you want to be treated and also delayed gratification. I mean, honestly, I am all for that. They got to know immediately the value of compound interest, time in the market, not timing. <laughs> 
Sorry, I got brain blasted there. Um, were there any spicy comments, or was everyone just like, no assholes? There were some you're the asshole comments, and somewhat predictably for Reddit, they mostly followed the line of reasoning that was, well, Diana can't expect that the whole world will bend around the needs of her diabetic daughter, but I really agree with you, Gabby. It's not... Sometimes the five-year-old diabetic child on Halloween can take a win. That's okay. And and also, it's it's not the whole world. It, it's not like she's going to her school and being like, no child is allowed to have candy here because my daughter's diabetic. It's a family thing. It's a couple of kids. It's just not that big a deal. Yeah, she's just asking her cousin, like, hey, can you do something nice for your relative? And he's like, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It just feels like very simple. Yeah. Growing up, my sister and I had food allergies and there would be like gluten-free brownies for us. And I don't think my great aunt was ever like, I have to go out of my way to accommodate. And these children need to understand the world isn't going to revolve around them. You never learned the lesson of instant gratification, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think the world revolves around me. <laughs> Gabby comes in here expecting gluten-free brownies every day. And the fact that you don't make them is honestly fucked. <laughs> You're not even gluten free. Why were you eating gluten-free brownies? worry about it. Um, yeah, it's a long story. What? There was a period as a child where my parents were conned by this fake doctor in Flint, Michigan, who told them that I had a series of food allergies that I do not have. Milk, chocolate, corn. Corn was a big one. Um, gluten was up there. What is happening? Okay, um, I'm gonna say no assholes here. I'm landing on no assholes here. No assholes here. We're gonna let that mom off with a warning. Yep. Yep. We better not see her back around these streets anytime soon. Yep, she's on thin ice. I got an eye on her. Spookily thin ice. <laughs> Am I the asshole for getting upset and speaking up to my in-laws about scaring my child about Halloween candy? Maybe the worst title we've had <laughs> Does, yet. Is there any punctuation? No. Of course not. There's a question mark at the end. That saves it. I love my in-laws. They're amazing people. However, they've kind of fallen down the conservative rabbit hole since retirement. All they seem to do is sit around and watch Fox News all day. We try to keep politics to a minimum, but occasionally they slip and will say something completely false or even inappropriate. I normally correct it with facts and we move on. We've made it clear that we don't agree politically and have said that we just don't want to talk with them about it. About five years ago, they moved from their hometown 500 miles to be closer to us after their only other child passed away in a car accident. They watch our seven-year-old Saturday night almost every week, and then we have a Sunday night dinner here. This is a mutual arrangement so they can see their grandchild and we can have a date night slash day to run errands, and they have family dinner all together. On to the issue at hand. Just this last week when we came to pick her up, my daughter said, I can't eat any Skittles from Halloween. I said, why? And then my mother-in-law says, we told her not to eat any Skittles because they are laced with rainbow fentanyl and she will die. I kind of flipped out and said, why would you say that? No, they aren't. Drug dealers don't give away drugs for free, especially to kids on Halloween. That's not how it works. She tried to say they saw it on the news. I shut it down and then told them three things things. <laughs> One, the rainbow fentanyl look like sweet tarts, not Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your candy straight. I love that she's like, dude, I do so much fucking fentanyl. <laughs> Two, we always check her candy for opened packages. Three, this is a myth going around to propagate right-wing fear about undocumented immigrants. Fentanyl is an issue, just not when it comes to Halloween candy. At the time this happened, my husband was watching the Mainers playoff game and was only half paying attention. But when I left, I filled him in on what happened and he was as upset as I was. 
Here's where we're wondering if we're the asshole. I know in the moment I kind of jumped down their throats and the next day we sent them a list of articles, both from conservative news sources and liberal, that detail this is inaccurate and not a risk we should be worried about and my husband followed it up with this. Quote, I know you guys thought you were being helpful on Saturday with the candy stuff, but it would have been nice to have talked about it with us before scaring Olivia. Now they won't talk with us. I feel like we are justified. Are we the asshole here? Also, I don't know if this was mentioned. The daughter is seven years old. No. No. I, I, I don't even know what else there is to say about it. No. I really think it, it is funny being an adult and thinking back to all the things that I saw as a child about like, there's marijuana being given out to children and there's cocaine and the drugs. Who would buy drugs just to put it in children's Halloween Yes. Candy. Yeah. It's very expensive. The phrase rainbow fentanyl really took me out. So that is a real thing. Yeah, but the fact that they were like, it just looks like a normal Skittle. Right, right. Yeah. It, it, they even print the S stamped on as well. Yeah, they got a gooey <laughs> filling. Um, a gooey filling? Like what? A, like a gusher. I don't think the grandparents had malicious intent. No. I don't think I would, I wouldn't say, I might lean towards a no assholes here. I don't think the grandparents had malicious intent. I think they probably saw a piece of propaganda and they were worried for their granddaughter's safety. I just think they should have talked to the parents first instead of, you know, scaring a seven-year-old. Fully agree. I think 100%. Something I forgot about, though, is the fact that now the parents aren't speaking to them, so they're clearly pissed about it. So, yeah, the grandparents are now not speaking to the parents. Okay, I take it back. That's it's a severe overreaction. That's a severe overreaction. It sounds like they had a really good level-headed response to it where they sent articles, said, hey, here's the information about it. We understand that you were trying to be helpful. We understand you did this out of love for your grandchild, but talk to us before. Them just not talking, a complete overreaction. It's not like these people blew up at the grandparents. Yeah, there's really no need to be defensive about it. Yeah. Um... I think I'm ready for a verdict, honestly. Oh, but I am curious to ask you guys, did you get your Halloween candy checked as a child? Like, did your parents check your candy? Because we had to have everything looked at by my mom before we could eat it. It's an interesting question. I did definitely have that happen sometimes. I think my parents eventually stopped doing it, but I don't know. I don't know. It was a thing, but then it stopped being a thing, I feel like. No, my candy was not checked. I mean, I think we were told, you know, if a bag was open or something don't eat it, but that's kind of just common Yeah, sense. that's, it's more just like, ew, gross, not like, oh my god, there's cyanide in this. Yeah. We always had ours checked. We would actually bring home our bag of candy, and my mom would have to go through every item before we could have any. It really taught me a lot about delayed gratification. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, yeah, see, I never did that, but I did, and it was my favorite part of Halloween each year. I would sort, and I would count my candy. Same, yeah. It was the best. And then you got down to trading, right? Yes, and then it was trades. The and then it was trade time. Be warned that a classic strategy is to pretend that you're in the fruit and sour category while executing the Smarties Gambit for a full-size Snickers. And there was one teacher that I had in elementary school, I think it was when we were kind of learning fractions and percentages and stuff, if you counted and sorted your candy and then came in and did a diagram of your percentages of it, then you got that, yeah. like, more candy. And then you're like, shit, this just threw off my percentages. <laughs> I gotta redo the chart now. The number's going down. The number. <laughs> I think the grandparents get asshole probation. I'm just going with a flat, not the asshole. Do you think? Yeah. I'm leaning more towards a flat, not the asshole right now and just leaving the grandparents 
I'm not saying yes to the asshole to the grandparents. I'm just saying not the asshole to the parents. When I'm saying not the asshole for the parents, I'm saying asshole for the grandparents. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant asshole probation for the grandparents. I don't want probation. I think they're assholes. Ryan is ready to give a hard verdict right now. They're full-on adults, and they're throwing a hissy fit over absolutely Yeah, I mean, real. (laughs) That's the thing that sent me. It wouldn't even be probation if afterwards they were like, yeah, sorry, like, thanks for talking to us. It wouldn't because, be probation. It'd be no assholes here. Yeah, exactly. Because they're throwing a fit, that's why I'm mad at them. It's, yeah, the fit is annoying. The <laughs> the fact that, like... It just made me think of, like, Bella Hadid. Like, the fit is annoying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's really tacky. It's really uh, tacky. You gotta do more research before you start throwing out claims like that, especially to a young child. You can't throw a fit. You can't throw a fit. And now we can do our you're wrong about moment. <laughs> There's been no recorded cases ever of people finding anything dangerous in candy on Halloween, except for one occasion, and that was the father planted it in his own son's candy to try to get an insurance payout. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pixie stick. He like put some shit in there, and yeah, it was something really bad, but it the call was coming from inside the house. Like, it wasn't a stranger. Yeah, yeah. Stranger danger, that's a whole different topic. Oh. Everyone go listen to You're Wrong About. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Are we all in agreement? Not the asshole? Not the asshole. Yeah, not the asshole to the parents. Case closed. Time for another spooky story. Am I the asshole for insisting that my husband wear a costume to a Halloween party? My husband, 37, is not from the US. I, 35, am. I get that Halloween is really an American thing, and it seems weird to him. We don't live in the US, and when we're not there, we totally ignore it. But we'll be visiting my family in late October, and my sister, 38, who we don't get to see very often, is planning a small Halloween party. Friends and family at her home, not some big event. My husband isn't really into parties, which I respect. He doesn't have social anxiety or anything like that. He just doesn't really like parties. He doesn't mind attending my sister's party with me, especially since he understands that it would be impolite slash hurtful to her if he didn't, but it's definitely not something he's looking forward to. When I told him, however, that he'd have to wear some kind of costume, he said he doesn't really want to, that the idea makes him really uncomfortable. But I honestly think it would be rude to show up to a Halloween party without even attempting to wear a costume. I told him it doesn't have to be complicated or even very conspicuous. He can wear a suit and tie and say he's a lawyer or something like that. He just has to make enough of an effort so that my sister and the other guests don't feel like he's snubbing them. Husband and sister get along fine. Fine is in italics, so it's some history there maybe, but definitely aren't close. And while I truly don't believe my sister does think that he's a pretentious snob, I do think that the potential is there for such a thought to develop, and that refusing to dress up for Halloween would push things significantly in that direction. Normally, if someone says that something makes them quote-unquote really uncomfortable, I would honor that, period. But in this case, I really don't think it will kill him to wear some half-assed outfit, whereas I know it will hurt my sister's feelings if he doesn't make any effort at all. Issue the asshole. What do we think? What are our thoughts? I think the husband just shouldn't go to the party, right? I get that that's a little weird, but it sounds like he doesn't really want to go. And I do think she's right. It's kind of odd if he was just showing up in a t-shirt and jeans for this thing. It's very clear that he doesn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. But I also understand that it's weird for him not to go. Yes. You can always figure something out, though. Oh, we just got in. He's feeling really tired from travel. Sorry. We'll, We'll see you for brunch tomorrow. Yeah, it is also, if I were her, I can understand why she's frustrated and annoyed with the situation because she's like, hey, this is a thing that's important to me and my family. You know, it'd be nice if you can make an effort. You know, we really don't see them that much and he just won't wear like a t-shirt with a pumpkin on it. Yes, he doesn't sound like a fun or cool person to hang out with. 
obviously. I don't know. I'm really torn on this one because if this person has set a boundary and says that this makes them really uncomfortable, that is something that should be respected. It is tough for us because we're coming from a culture where Halloween is a thing. Halloween is cool. In the US and in the UK. And so the idea of being uncomfortable with putting on a costume is such a foreign idea to us. Uh huh. I have no idea if there are like religious connotations or anything like that. I just don't know. So it's very tough to, to make the yeah. call. Yeah. It's hard to say without knowing the specifics of the yeah. culture that he's from and whatnot. Yeah. It, I do think if you're hosting a Halloween party and you just don't put in any effort, it is a little I odd. mean, you're not, you're not inviting him back next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would be really curious to hear the story from his perspective. Mm, Me yeah. too. I would love to know more of his thoughts because I understand the poster's dilemma where she's like him showing up just not wearing anything. It's like Jim in the office when Pam plans a super cute outfit for him and he's like, no, nah, it's not cool. I'm not going to wear it. Is he going to be a slacker, loser, wise ass like Jim was? It's not that difficult. I completely understand where it's like, this is something that was important to her and she put in effort and he was like, no, not my thing. When she says uncomfortable with it, is that, oh, I don't want to do it. It seems silly. It seems childish. Or is it a deeper cultural thing? We don't know. And so it's just, it's hard to make a judgment. So yeah. take it to the question, is she the asshole? The asshole for asking him to wear a costume? I think it was or? for insisting. For insisting. Yes. The wording is, am I the asshole for insisting that my husband wear a costume to a Halloween party? Which I know this is not in the text of the story, but the word insisting implies to me that she doesn't want him to go if he's not going to wear a costume. Yeah. And so I'm going to make my judgment based on that, because otherwise it's just, am I the asshole for wanting something? Yeah. And I think that she's absolutely in the right for wanting him to wear a costume. And I think that that's valid. It's the insisting part that she is questioning. I'm very big on like meeting your partner where they're at, where I feel like they either need to be like, this is something that's very, very important to me. And he's like, okay, I will do it for you because I love you even though I would prefer not to. Or he's like, it makes me very uncomfortable to wear a costume. And she's like, that's cool. That's who you are. And I love you. I want to hang out with you regardless. Yeah. The family thing does throw a little bit of a, a wrench in that where if the sister's putting in this effort and planning this party, she said that they get on fine and then put that in italics. Yeah. There's I mean, she said that they think he's pretentious, right? She said yes. the sister doesn't currently think he's a pretentious snob, but that if he shows up not wearing a costume, it will likely tick into that territory. She thinks that he's a pretentious snob because that's what that means, that exactly. long diatribe she went on. Yeah, which then makes me wonder if he's not wanting to wear a costume for pretentious snob reasons. Yes. Like if they ask him like, oh, why aren't you wearing a costume? He's like, I just think it's juvenile. I think it's silly. I think it's childish. In which case, get over yourself. Yeah. Again, we don't know. And so it's so hard to make a judgment call here. Yeah. I think we might have to throw this one out of the court. I don't know if we can make a, a oh. verdict. So basically, Reddit has decided she's an asshole. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Reddit decided asshole. Mm -hmm. She did make an edit that said to everyone commenting, you're the asshole, just have him wear some minimal costume. The whole point is that he doesn't want to wear a minimal costume. He wants to not wear a costume at all. So you seem to be missing the point there. Yes, but, they are missing the point. Yeah. Well, let's take a look in the comments. If it's, if it's a bunch of people saying, YTA, just have him wear a pumpkin shirt then they have just not understood at all the yes. situation. Yeah. This person commented, you're the asshole. He's already attending a party with you that you know he doesn't want to go to. Stop making him feel more uncomfortable than he probably already is. Then someone commented back, nope, this isn't a party. It's a costume party. Going along without dressing up is going to ruin the mood. Either he goes and makes minimal effort with a costume or he doesn't go at all. The poster is not the asshole. I think I'm landing there. I don't think it would necessarily ruin the mood, but I do think it's a little bit rude to the sister. If he wants to be a dick, let him go to the party and not wear a costume. And and everyone will think he's a dick. Okay, boiled it down to this. If it is for reasons that are not pretentious, 
then probably no assholes here. Sia wouldn't want to be a. Uh huh. If it's for pretentious reasons, not the asshole, your husband's a dick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's a hard one. We need some of that background context. No, yeah. Not enough info. Info needed. Info. More yeah. information. More in ding, 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 ding. ding more ding, info. Info found. Info <laughs> found. <laughs> we can't Why use any we of that. Why did start snapping? <laughs> info found. It was on a comment that said, not the asshole. Then she said, with that said, you say uncomfortable, but that's a really vague word. Do you have any insight into what about the idea makes him feel that way? It might be something you can work with. Yeah. Thank you to this commenter. For saying what we've been trying to say for the past 15 minutes. Yes. The poster said, I think he just finds it embarrassing, like it's something for little kids, which I do understand. Basically, I'm asking him to do this not because dressing up for Halloween is inherently good and he should embrace it, but rather as a gesture of, as silly as it may sound, respect for my sister and her local customs. Kind of a when in Rome thing. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Your husband should meet you halfway, he's your partner. Yep. Yeah. He does not need to get full face painted skeleton whatever. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this spooky, 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 spook, spooky time, spooky, spooky time, spooky time. We should also have that spooky movie night sometime this week. I'm so, so down for spooky movie night. Yes. I would love that. And also this. A little in-between segment for you where we give you some facts. But of course, this time it's spooky facts. Woo! Anyways, I immediately found this fun fact and it was the most on-brand fun fact that I think I could see for me. Did you know candy corn was originally called chicken feed? Oh, stop. Honestly, it tastes like it. You know, corn is what was used to feed the chickens, and the creation was called chicken feed, and the box was marked with a colorful rooster. Honestly, bring it back. Who needs candy corn? I want chicken feed. I really like that fact. It was a great fact. I like chickens. My and also this is the world's fastest pumpkin carving. It took 16.47 seconds. What? It was done by Stephen Clark of New York. He has the Guinness Book of World Records record for 2013. So it had to have a complete face, including eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. Who's doing pumpkin ears? I'm gonna try to find us a photo, and if I do, it will be on our Instagram. I want the video. Was this filmed? There's something also just really funny about the phrase pumpkin ears. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just holes in them? I thought that it meant he had to, like, gut the pumpkin as well. Oh, I does it not mean that? I don't think so, oh, but I'm trying but to find... that's not pumpkin carving, then. You have to gut the pumpkin. I have footage of the pumpkin carving. So is he gutting the pumpkin? Now, here's what I don't like. The pumpkin is pre-gutted. No. So I think, and this might just be hubris, I think I could do it faster. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, because it never said it had to look good. No, just eyes, nose, mouth. Ears. I still think who puts ears on a part carved pumpkin. I agree. Yeah, if that's if that's the requirement they're being given, I still think I can do a it. A pre-gutted pumpkin? That feels like cheating. I thought this man was opening the pumpkin, gutting the pumpkin, and carving the face in 16 seconds, and I'm like, that's incredible. He also, like, is making it look good. The mouth is, like, big and, like, wavy. Like, it has teeth. I think if we're going for time and not presentation, I would argue you could do it a lot quicker than that. Yeah, if we're going for time, just punch a hole in the pumpkin and that's its mouth. Yeah. Congrats. Easy. So my fun fact is I could probably carve a pumpkin faster <laughs> than the fastest man in the world. And also this. Bobbing for apples. A classic gross as fuck thing that people do on Halloween. Did you know that the tradition of bobbing for apples dates back to the Roman invasion of Britain? 
what? <laughs> the conquering Roman army merged their own celebrations with traditional Celtic festivals. During an annual celebration, young unmarried people try to bite into an apple floating in water or hanging from a tree on a string, and the first person to bite into the apple would be the next one allowed to be married. Apple bobbing was appropriated from the Celtic festival Samhain, probably saying that wrong, uh, within which apples were a sign of fertility and abundance. Oh, I think that we should just bring apple bobbing back on The Bachelor, and that's how you choose who gets to be married. It's a very short season. It's only five minutes long. The most shocking finale in Bachelor history. After the maiden got the apple with her teeth, she would then place it under her pillow and would be said to then dream of her soulmate. How long is the apple under there? I think just the one night. It's not like 2,100 apples that are starting to rot. Finally, apparently, although I've never heard this before, in Northeast England, bobbing apples is called ducking apples. What? <laughs> I've learned so much. We are the Pumpkin Brethren. Brethren. We, we like, like to sing our song. I don't know this song. Fake fan, you fake in host. The episode where we did that. Yeah, I wasn't in that episode. Fake, I was in the fake, episode. Fake fan, fake yes. host. The episode is called "We Are the Pumpkin Brethren." Are you fucking with me right now? No. What was the context? I am furious right now. <laughs> Moving us on. Let's take a look into Nextdoor again. If you missed it last time, Nextdoor is the world's favorite neighborhood app where people go to share their favorite things, grievances, issues, pros and cons of their area. It can get, as you might imagine, a little bit passive aggressive in there sometimes, or sometimes they just skip passive and go straight to aggressive. Let's get into it. So I've got one from my very own neighborhood. Albuquerque, um, New Mexico. Oh my god, you doxed me. <laughs> so this has become a bit of a meme in my family, because my mom sent it around the group chat when it first happened a few years ago, and we quote it constantly. You will see why. Title is Walking Down Blank Road. I went out for a walk, and as going towards blank and blank roads, a black car, possibly Chevy, passed me and threw a half-empty bottle at me. It hit me hard from the back, but thanks God, not my head, but shoulder. If it was not intentional, then it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> but if it was not, and whatever the reason, I want to tell you, if the driver is reading this, you are not only coward, but a disgrace to this society. Don't come back. This post to share awareness that there are some people who may look human, but might be worse than animal in their behavior. Sorry, I'm a bit frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bound pick. Um, this man, you are. There are people worse than animal. You hear that, Bob? Oh my god. There's people worse than you. Imagine that. We're all worse than him. We're all worse than Bob. Here's one from Sophie. Thanks, Sophie. Hi, neighbors. I'm Sophie. I was walking out of the station and there was an unclothed little boy in a window on top of the co-op shouting the F slur at me. He had blonde short hair with a blue knit coat hanging on the window next to some very, very skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Love that for him. The title of this one is all caps, AVOCADO THIEF. At 5 a.m. this morning, my husband caught this lady stealing our avocados. This was not the first time it happened to us. Last year, our tree was completely cleaned out. Below are her picture and her license plate. <laughs> they showed this woman's face and plate like they're the cops. They were just like, you know what? She stole our avocado. Well, with the prices of avocados these days. I mean, millennials and their avocados. Like, they will do anything. And it's definitely in a house that they didn't own if they care this much about avocados. Mm. This one is titled, Cat Stealing Halloween Decoration. Our cat seems to really enjoy these spiders and brings them home. Let me know if you're missing them from your yard. They look like they're made out of pipe cleaner. This is so cute. 
look at this little cat is so happy. He's, he's killed them. <laughs> I love that for him. He's so chubby and he's flopped over on his back, so proud of himself, little feet in the air. What an icon. I think if I was the homeowner, I would simply let him keep the spiders. Oh, I would make him more spiders. I would buy this cat all the spiders in the world. This is why Bob is um, becoming such a spoiled boy. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh my God, this cat deserves everything in my life. And all I've seen is a photo. PSA. Halloween is officially four weeks away. And I was hoping to catch you all before you make your candy selections. Over the last three Halloweens, I've noticed candy stock has become more and more diluted with cheap candy. I don't know if this trend is the result of higher bills or even the new constructions, but cheap candy has somehow infiltrated our community for Halloween, and it has to stop. <laughs> Dum Dums, Smarties, and Jolly Ranchers may be suitable for Ontario, Fontana, or even Montclair, but not here in Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> we are an affluent neighborhood, and this status should be reflected in our candy provisions for Halloween. He is correct. <laughs> this is a good take. <laughs> And now that you've said that, Gabby, I'll finish reading the post. Oh. What? There's more? Standard full or king size candy is the bar, pun intended, <laughs> we set for our community on Halloween. If you purchase the fun size, you don't need to return them. Just keep in mind that four to six of those fun size bars equates to a standard size bar when you dole out the candy for trick-or-treaters. And please, for God's sakes, leave those peep candies alone. No one, and I mean no one, wants those terrible marshmallow tragedies. For the elderly who hand out coins, unless you plan on throwing some quarters into the mix, stop peddling your pennies and step up your game this Halloween. <laughs> it's a calculated loss to the trick-or-treaters after you adjust for inflation and the opportunity cost of what they could have received elsewhere if they just skipped your house. I, for- YTA? YTA, no. however, her take on peeps is so correct. Peeps are nasty. Oh my god, peeps imagine are being wrong about everything. I think this is a good take. There was one house in our neighborhood that would give out full-size candy bars on Halloween, and I will remember it till the day I die. It was the highlight of my year. Like, if you have the means, get the good shit. I also had one house growing up that would give us full-size. But here's the thing. So they were my across-the-street neighbors. I lived down a road. My neighborhood was super, super, super into Halloween. I lived down a road that was sort of like an offshoot. No one went down it. I We never had a trick-or-treater. And so my neighbors across the street knew that my brothers and I and our friends would be the only ones to stop by their house. And so they would get king-size candy bars for us each year because they were only, you know, buying a couple. You cannot be handing out king-size candy bars to every child. That is so much candy. King-size candy bars should not be the bar, but I think it is something to strive for. I don't think we should just be like phoning it in when we're selecting Halloween candy. Like Dum Dums and Smarties, you, you gotta do better. Laffy Taffy's, come on. Halloween is a socialist paradise, man. They're not paying for it. I'm not getting them shit. Death is a preferable alternative to communism. Plus, I, I like Laffy Taffy's and Jolly Ranchers. I'm egging both of your houses. <laughs> oh my God. You have the same house as Ryan. <laughs> Egg my own house, I'm so mad. <laughs> uh, just sit outside with your little pan so I can toss Tootsie Rolls into it, you goddamn commie. <laughs> no, but I don't want Tootsie Rolls. They're bad candy. Well, no, Tootsie case... Rolls are great. No, oh. no, what? Come on. Okay, so I guess next week we are ranking Halloween candy. <laughs> I, guess, oh. I guess this is decided we're ranking, we're tier listing Halloween candy next week. Stay tuned, everyone. This one's not an insane one. This is just a wonderful one that I can relate to quite heavily. Title is, please include photos in cat-related posts. I keep seeing posts about cat-related topics with no photo attached. Enough is enough. <laughs> On mobile, just tap the little camera icon when you're done typing the text. 
Here's a picture of our cat, Dr. Beverly Crusher. <laughs> oh, may I see her? There you go. Oh! Um, for our listeners, I will be posting a photo of Dr. Beverly Crusher on our Instagram, so. We need spider cat as well. I'm, yeah, I'm not depriving you all of this cat. That would be against the spirit of this post. Mm. Uh, go check it out on at what.tfpodcast. Urgent alert. Anyone see someone walking down the street with a bacon wrap tenderloin? <laughs> someone just stole it off of our smoker. <laughs> How do you steal it off of a smoker? That's like, you know, in like olden times when like Victorian children would like steal the pies that were like cooling on the windowsills. Like that, that is the modern equivalent. Yeah. And it's so much funnier. And I love it. Oh, Dana sent a video and I think it's of the stray cat. Oh my God. Cat time. Time for cat! Sorry. Someone, did I tell you I bought a little cat house and someone stole it? Someone what? They stole the cat house. Some, they stole it and then um, it was back the next day and then the day after it was gone again and it's been like a month and it just never came back. What oh the my fuck? God. So we think it's either um, the old woman with dementia took it. Like thinking it was hers. Yeah, or sometimes when Dan and I come out of the house, he has a neighbor across the road who just yells fucking Jewish bitch. Um, at you? At us. So we it could be him. What? <laughs> he like wakes my like, favorite Jewish couple. We wake up in the morning sometimes to him just like yelling it down the road. Not oh, I don't so know if it's just, like at anyone. He's just, like insane. Yes. Yeah. So we suspect it was one of them, but we just keep waiting for it to maybe return and it just hasn't returned. Ding dong. Oh, who who, who you guys, do you think it's a trick or treater? Oh my come god, a little early? I hope so. Let me open the door. Let's give him some fentanyl. Ah, shit, guys. It's actually just the end of the show. Oh! Tricked me. Haha. <laughs> no treat there. Haha. <laughs> but before we go, guys, I have to know. What did you learn this week? I learned that there are people out there carving ears on their pumpkins. And to those people, I say... Shit, I didn't have anything. It's okay. Sometimes we're all spookily unprepared to finish a joke. <laughs> Today, I learned that the number of king-size candy bars available to trick-or-treaters is directly proportional with neighborhood value. This week, I learned that anything is fentanyl if you put your mind to it. Maybe the real fentanyl is the friends we made along the way. Honestly. <laughs> the real fentanyl has been inside us all along. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We do this show every single week. That is right, every single week. So no matter which streaming platform you're listening on, be it Spotify, Apple Music, the full glowing face of the pale moon at twilight, we will be here ready for you next week to keep dispensing our thoughts directly into your ear holes. So slap that follow button and give us a five-star review because you know we bloody deserve it. And then... We'll see you next week, but... Before Ryan has a chance to ask us any questions, ah. I've got one for you guys. What's your favorite way to consume pumpkin? Just stuff it directly <laughs> into my mouth. Absolutely <laughs> massage, not. Massage my throat and I can suck the whole thing down, stem included. You're like Kirby. No, I'm like an anaconda. <laughs> ah.